0: They're overrated.
1: This guy's a future MVP.
0: They need to blow it up. Pay this guy. The regular season matters. He's
2: mediocre. Your opinion's wrong.
1: Welcome to Mediocre Sport Opinions. And welcome to our second episode of our podcast today i am joined by parker oh that's me and i'm also joined by thomas
2: hello everybody
1: all right so for today's episode we're going to be doing some nfl season predictions so first we're just going to run through like afc give all the records talk about some divisions then saying then nfc right after and then after that we'll give some of our award predictions too to start it all off we're going to start with the afc east for me I have the Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East, going eleven and five. What do you have,
0: Thomas? I got the Bills at twelve and four. Twelve and four. Parker. I also have the Bills winning, but I got them at ten and six. And then second place, I still have
1: the Patriots going nine and seven. Then I got the Dolphins going six and ten, and then I also have the New York Jets going six and ten.
2: I got the Patriots at eight and eight. The Jets at seven and nine and the dolphins at
0: 5 and 11. All right, I got the Patriots coming second at 9 and 7. But then after that it's really bad. The Jets are not going to finish well at all, I don't think. They're 4 and 12 of my thinking and the Dolphins, I don't know, even with Tua coming in, I don't know if that's going to be enough. I got them at 3 and 13. Yeah, so let's just
1: talk about this division quick. So I, we all are in agreement that's not the Patriots division anymore. They lost Brady. Yeah, a couple, a lot of opt-outs, like Dante Hightower. And then, yeah, I think the Bills are going to take over. just depends on, like, how Josh Allen does. Which really, I think their season rides on him because their defense is going to be really well with Tredavious White and all of them in the secondary.
2: Yeah, I think this is, like, clearly the Bills' division. Like, they're the favorites. Um, it's kind of a little bit um, bottom week with the Jets and Dolphins, but I still like the Patriots. At 8-8, eight eight, Cam Newton's going to be the starter, but I think the Bills, this is easily their division, and they're going to take it.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that, though, for a sec. Talk about Cam Newton starting for the Patriots. Signed him late. I thought it was going to be Stidham's job. I thought they liked him a lot, and I liked what I saw in like, their fourth preseason game last year, but it looks like they're rolling out Cam.
2: Yeah, I was honestly a little surprised they went with Cam over Stidham. Um, I thought, that yeah, like you said, they liked Stidham a lot. But I guess Cam's more experienced, and he had a good training camp, so.
0: He was also a former MVP, guys. Can't just not give him that. Sure, he's not what he used to be, but he's got the experience. And I think if Cam Newton can pull this together, they actually have a chance to throw the Bills. But then again, the Bills do have the best, well-rounded team in this division. Yeah, they do. Let's
1: also just talk. I just want to talk about the Jets a little bit. I just want to talk about Adam Gaze. I just, I hate him. He's, he's just a bad coach. I think he's going to get fired after this year if they don't go like 7-9 and nine or better. I don't know. I don't think he'll be able to use Le'Veon Bell correctly, and I don't think he'll help Sam Darnold progress. So I think he'll be gone by the end of the year. All right. So then after that, we're going to head to the AFC North. For myself, I have the Ravens winning the division, going 12-4. and four. And then I have the Steelers placing second as 8-8. Eight then I have the Browns also going 8 and 8, then the Bengals and last going 4 and 12.
2: Yeah, I also have the Ravens at 12 and 4. I got the Steelers at an improved 9 and 7, Browns 8 and 8 and then the Bengals and last at 4 and 12.
0: I also have the Ravens going, well, they're going 11 and 5, I think. The Steelers are 10 and 6, Browns 9 and 7, the Bengals 5 and 11.
1: Didn't you change that? Didn't you have the Steelers win the division like yesterday?
0: I did, but after a little more research, I think Big Ben coming back, I do think it's going to be a lot of help. But there's still just some questions I have about the Steelers offense here.
1: I have some questions about their defense. I think a lot of their defense is getting old, like Cam Hayward. I do question a little bit in secondary. Joe Hayden's still getting up there in age. Don't know if he can really produce at a high level anymore.
2: I would disagree with that. I like their defense a lot. I think it's the best part of their team. They got Fitzpatrick, Watt, Hayward. The offense is just Connor gets injured. Big Ben's injury prone. Smith Schuster.
1: Yeah, we'll see even how their offensive line holds up too. They do still have DeCascio, but they also have Vinahuela who's getting up there and then I don't even know who they're I think they have a bad right tackle.
2: So let's talk about the Browns. Each year, we always think the Browns are going to get in the playoffs, improve, but feel like they're just stuck at 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, I
1: think they're going to go 8-8 eight and eight again. I don't really see Baker really taking that jump that people want him to. I don't know. He's just too inaccurate, inconsistent. I just don't think he'll do that well this year. and He's going to hinder their team, their potential.
0: Now, if we were talking about Madden right now, This would be a totally different story for me. I think the Browns, honestly, are Super Bowl contenders in Madden because they got this high-powered offense. But when it comes down to real-life scenarios, I don't think the Browns have it. I mean, I think they'll come in third, but I think they'll win more games than they'll lose. But still, what's that going to prove? That they can have a winning record for once?
1: Yeah, they need to show some improvement really quick or else people are just going to keep on making fun of them, really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's just talk about a little bit about the Bengals, I guess. Talk about Joe Burrow's rookie season. So one thing about the Bengals is that I said ever since he got drafted, he's actually in a pretty good situation right away. He has three pretty good wide receivers in A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, and uh, John Ross. And he also has a very reliable running back who can run out of the backfield and catch the ball out of the backfield, Joe Mixon, who they just recently paid.
2: Yeah, the Lions, the part for the Bengals, that just isn't going to stick for them. I mean, Burrow needs time, and I just don't think he's going to get it.
1: They do have Jonah Williams coming back from injury, though, from last year. So we'll see how he does. I think they're trying him out at left tackle. All right, then let's go to the AFC South. So this one was kind of a hard one to pick. The top three teams in that division kind of have, like, I think they're close to each other a lot every year. So what I have going in first is the Titans at 10 and 6, then I have the Texans coming in at 9 and 7, the Colts at 8 and 8, and then I have the Jaguars at 2 and
2: 15. Uh, I also like the Titans at 10 and 6. I got the Colts moving up uh, to 2nd at 9 and 7, the Texans at 7
0: and 9, and then the Jaguars at 2 and 14. I think this is probably going to be one of the toughest toughest, uh, divisions in the AFC. I think the Colts actually are going to pull this out. They have a pretty darn good defense that I would have to say for myself. They're signing the def- def- uh, – They traded <clears throat> for DeForest Buckner. Traded, my bad. Not signing, but trading for Buckner. They got Leonard too, which is probably a big help. I have the Colts going 9-7, and seven, which still, not double digits, but, you know, could still work. Then I got the Texans coming in next at 8-8. Eight and eight. I just don't really know for sure what's going on over there. With the big trade of DeAndre Hopkins, like, what's happening? Like, come on, guys. He's, like, number two wide receiver in the NFL, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. This kind of mind boggles me, honestly. David Johnson's going to rush for 2,000 yards like <laughs> his old self. <laughs> I don't see that happening. <laughs> Not at all. I got the Titans coming in third in division at 9-7. and seven. I mean, yes, they got Derrick Henry, but... Off of that, who else do they have as an offensive weapon? Their wide receiver AJ Brown, if I'm right, that's him. Yep. But after that, who else is there?
1: They have Corey Davis still, that top five pick who hasn't really done anything.
0: My but, point exactly. I don't think they're going to produce.
1: But their offensive line is really good. Taylor Lewan's probably the most underrated tackle in the league, I think. And he's a great leader in the locker room. Mm-hmm. All right. Then yeah, we all had the Jaguars doing really bad. They just recently cut Leonard Fournette. I don't know how they're ever going to score points. I don't know if Minshew can really take that big of a step forward.
0: DJ Shark, man.
1: <laughs> He's good, but I don't know. I think it's going to be hard for them to score. And, and then their defense is just bad. I do like their pass rushing duo now. And uh, Josh Allen and Chase on being young. I think they can help develop together. But they are going to need a couple years until they're contending.
2: Yeah, I thought the Jaguars drafted well with Chennault, on Henderson, but, like, they just don't have a quarterback that they're confident in. Minshew, I'm not sure if he's the guy. We could see them drafting a quarterback.
1: Tanking for Trevor.
2: Mm-hmm, tanking for Trevor.
1: Let's go to the AFC West. This was, in my opinion, the toughest division, I think, in the AFC. But I have the Chiefs going at 12-4. and 4. Then I have the Chargers going at 10-6. and 6. I have the Broncos going nine and seven, then the Raiders at six and ten.
2: Okay, yeah, I got the Chiefs at thirteen and three taking the division easily. I have a much improved Broncos at ten and six, the Raiders at eight and eight, and then the Chargers at five and eleven.
0: Alright, I got the Chiefs here going twelve and four. Then I got the Broncos coming at eight and eight. And then the Chargers at seven and nine and the Raiders also at seven and nine.
1: All right, so let's talk about the Broncos, talk about what they're doing. So Drew Locke went 4-1 or 5-1 when he started those last couple of games for him, and they did do a lot of stuff in the off season. They fleeced the Titans for uh, Jarrell Casey, giving up like a 6th or 5th round pick for him, and they also did add some weapons, and um, they drafted Hamler and Jerry Judy. So that can help Drew Locke. And in my opinion, I think Drew Locke's a sleeper MVP candidate too.
2: Yeah, um, the Broncos, their offense, they surrounded Locke with some good weapons. And I think their defense is still sufficient enough to keep them at the top of the division, near the top of the division.
1: Yeah, we'll see how their cornerbacks do because they did lose Chris Harris they Jr. They did, yeah. And Chris Harris Jr. went to the Chargers. And then I have them going 10-6. and six. I think... Whoever's the quarterback, I think that team will be good. I think Austin Eckler is going to have a big year this year. And then whoever's the quarterback will have weapons to throw to in Henry Williams and Keenan Allen, who just got an extension today. And then also their defense, even though Derwin James is out for the year. Yeah. But they do still have a good pass rush in Bosa and Ingram. Still have a great secondary in Casey Hayward, Chris Harris, and Desmond King. And they also did trade up at the end of the first round to take Kenneth Murray. He's going to be all around the field, I think. That was a pretty good pick by them.
2: Do you guys think the Raiders take a step forward this year or kind of stay around 500? I think I personally mm-hmm. think they stay close to 500.
1: I have them doing worse than 500. I want to see them do good. I want to see Derek Carr return to that like almost that year. He almost got that MVP. But I don't know if he can really do this. I don't even think he's going to throw it that much. They're just going to pound the rock with Jacobs because that's what John Gruden likes to do. And their defense is just too young right now at this point to really bank on anything because they have really young pass rushers, and I don't know if they can get to the quarterback and help their
0: defense out. I don't know if I could have said any better over there, Aiden. I still think they're not going to be quite 500. And they had an offensive weapon this offseason at the draft with Henry Ruggs. He might be the best wide receiver in this draft. But... Time will tell. That's all we can see.
1: Alright, so we're gonna move to the NFC East now. I think it's gonna be another crapshoot again. <laughs> Nobody's gonna go above ten wins. In first place for me I have the Eagles going nine and seven. Then I have the Cowboys going eight and eight. The Giants improving a little bit going six and ten. And then I have the Washington football team going three and thirteen.
2: I actually like the Cowboys at the top of this division going 10-6. and six. I have the Eagles also going 10-6, and six, but I got the Cowboys in that tiebreaker. The Giants at 5-11, and 11, and then the Washington football team, four wins.
0: I have the Cowboys winning this division at 11-5. and five. It might be a little high, but it did do a lot this offseason to prove that, you know, they want to win. And they have enough weapons and stuff around the offense and back. That you would think that something good should happen out of this, and with the new head coach in McCarthy, don't got to worry about uh, what's his name anymore? Jason Garrett. Yeah, uh, that guy. See, I don't even remember his name. That's how much he stood out to me. Then in the next, I got the Eagles in second at ten and six, Giants third with six and ten, and the Washington football team at three and thirteen. All right. So one thing we could talk about is uh, just an
1: opinion thing. Who do you guys think is going to have a better season as a QB, Daniel Jones or Dwayne Haskins?
2: Daniel Jones for me. I think that's kind of easy. I just don't like Haskins. I don't think he has enough weapons around him. And Daniel Jones has Barkley and Slayton, Shepard, Ingram. So just a better skill set around him.
0: I think both of these quarterbacks have something to prove. Coming up this season, Haskins more than Jones, though. I would agree. Haskins does have a little bit more to improve. Haskins does also have a harder route at it because he doesn't have all those weapons that Thomas just named off. Mm-hmm. What do they have? The they have team. Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin,
1: and Gibson. They have Antonio Gibson. They, they drafted. Probably going to start at running
0: back for him. They used to have AP, but former MVP, <laughs> but not there no more. No, nope, just caught him the other day. I don't. Is this this football team for me? Is just kind of going downhill really fast. Yeah, but I like their coach, though. I think Ron Rivera will get a lot out of their team, though.
1: And their defensive line, I think, is probably one of the most underrated in the NFL, if you think about it. They have Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Matt Ioannidis, Chase Young, Ryan Kerrigan, and Montez Sweat. A lot in depth
2: there on the line.
1: Yeah, and they switched to a 4-3 this year.
2: I want to talk a little bit about the Cowboys because you had them at 8-8, eight and eight, and I was just wondering why you had them so yeah, long. Yeah,
1: so I have them at 8-8 eight because eight I don't – I think their defense is going to let them down this year. Their cornerbacks are going to be really bad because they lost Byron Jones in free agency. And then even their top corner, Chibo Ouzi, he's still not really like an outside corner. I question who's going to play that outside corner for him. Like they did draft CeeDee Lamb, but that was not the biggest need. Like, they could have even gone to safety there. But I don't know. We'll see. They might even sign Earl Thomas. We don't know yet.
2: Yeah, I just think their offense is going to be hard to stop. They got Lamb, Gallup, Cooper, Zeke, Dak. I think Dak's going to put the contract behind them and just focus on this football team and getting wins. And I think they're just going to take this division. I don't like Carson Wentz. I
1: don't know. I think Dak might just, like, shit the bed a little bit and just do horrible. I sure hope not. He's on my fantasy team. I don't know. He has a lot of riding on this. Like now with the extension of Watson, he's going to be looking for a lot more money now. So he's going to want to prove a lot and he might try to do too much, I think. it might make too many mistakes. So the next division we're going to do is going to be the NFC North. So this involves all of our favorite teams. I have the Packers going 11-5 and five in this division. I also have the Vikings going 11 and 5 in this division. Then have the Bears at 7 and 9, and then the Lions at 5 and 11.
2: All right, I got your Minnesota Vikings at 11 and 5, the Packers at 9 and 7, the Bears at a mediocre 8
0: and 8, and then I got the Lions at an improved 7 and 9. I here have the Vikings, Skull Vikings, at 11 and 5. Then I got them Packers coming. in. I don't think they're gonna break ten wins this season. Honestly, I don't. Then you got the Bears in there, which you know depends on their quarterback situation. But I only think they're gonna get seven wins. Maybe seven to nine. Trubisky was named starter as of yesterday.
1: Yes, but their defense will win them games. But just really questions about Trubisky because they think they already came out and said they're not picking up his fifth year option. So I think he has a lot riding on this year. But they also do have Nick Foles too.
0: And contract up for this year, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and they're not picking up the option. Yeah. So this might be his year to play big or mm-hmm. never play again, Yeah, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about the Vikings and Packers. So you guys thought the Packers would go at 9-7, right? Correct, Correct yeah. both of you? Yep. So I don't think they're going to do as good as they did last year. They won a lot of close ball games last year, which is probably not going to happen again. I do think the offense will take a step forward because this is going to be Roger's second year in LaFleur's offense. Cause usually when a head coach comes in or coordinator, everybody always takes a leap in the second year. So I think that's going to happen. Hopefully he can <laughs> throw to some receivers. Um, I don't know. We only have Adams and then we'll see how Lazard does, but.
2: Yeah, I think this kind of flipped went uh, after the draft. I think people thought the Vikings drafted really well and the Packers. Had some questionable picks, quarterback in the first, running back in the second, and then a blocking tight end in the third. So I like the Vikings. They just traded for y- and Um Their defense is going to be a lead again this year, and their offense should be able to keep pace.
1: Well, how will Kirk Cousins do this year?
2: I think hmm. he'd do probably similar to last year. Maybe take a little bit of a step back. Um, they lost Diggs, so he doesn't have that weapon, but I think Jefferson can come close in production to that of Diggs. I think also think Cook takes a little bit of a step back. I think teams kind of plan for Cook more and kind of stack the box a little bit, but hopefully that will open up play action.
1: Yeah, was Jefferson really that big of a deep threat compared to Diggs? I think Diggs is one of probably the best deep threats in the NFL. Yeah,
0: I would agree with that, but... You got this young kid that's coming in level-headed. Diggs was a hothead, in my opinion. I feel like this whole team culture the Vikings have has changed just because they got rid of one guy, honestly. This guy, Diggs, sure, he makes these protector plays, the Minneapolis miracle for one, but he's just gets too in his head, I think. And this Jefferson kid coming in as a rookie is going to want to prove himself, prove what he can do and see what how many receptions and yards you can total. You guys did
1: have an opt-out though in uh Michael Pierce along the defensive line. He would have helped a lot in uh help
0: stopping the run. He's a big body, help clog the lane. We still got three levels of defense that is still highly competitive. We got our pass rushers with Neil Hunter and Ngakwe. Then you got our linebackers with Baron Kendricks. And then you got our safeties up top with Harrison and, and Smith. Like, sure, our cornerback situation's a little Little iffy here, but Mike Hughes. Uh huh. Yeah, but if you look at our defense, I think we have enough to keep us in games for the whole year. Watch out for Cam Dantzler. He's a stud. <laughs> the needle,
2: six three, hundred and ninety pound hard hitter. Ran like a four seven at the combine. <laughs> four three eight in his pro day. That doesn't mean shit. <laughs> All
1: right, dude. Talk about the lines a little bit, maybe, or no? Nah.
2: Um, Matthew Stafford's last shot, basically. Yeah. Um, Patricia's last shot, maybe, yeah, too. Patricia's last shot. The defense is going to be horrible, probably. Probably. They got Okuda, but he's one player.
1: So next, we're going to do the NFC South. Pretty good division this year, especially with the arrival of Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So in first place in this division, I'm gonna have the Saints going twelve and four. Then I have the Buccaneers coming in at ten and six, the Falcons going on nine and seven, and then I have the Panthers going four and
2: twelve. I actually have the Bucks winning this division at twelve and four. I mean it's Brady. Uh the Saints at twelve and four, the Falcons at nine and seven, and the Panthers at six and ten.
0: I have the Saints win this division at 12 and 4. Then I got the Bucs coming in at 11 and 5, and the Falcons are finishing 500-8-8. Eight and and I think the Panthers are actually a kind of a surprise team here. I think they're going to go 7 and 9 for How do you think Teddy's going to do for them in that offense? Teddy? Yeah. I think he has something to prove here. When he played for the Saints, they went He didn't lose when he started, right? 5-0 yeah. I believe. 5, five and all, right? If you can bring that atmosphere over to the Panthers and be able to produce, and now sure you didn't have the weapons as Michael Thomas or Camara or. He others. still has some
1: pretty good weapons. Well, yeah,
0: with DJ Moore and McCaffrey. McCaffrey yeah, which... they
1: also signed Robbie Anderson. They still have mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel. Especially, he has Joe Brady now as his offensive coordinator. We'll see how his transition as an NFL play caller is too.
2: Yeah, their defense is young. They went um, defense heavy in the draft. I like Jeremy Chin a lot.
1: Yeah, they did lose their best defensive player, though, in Keekly. I do have some questions about their cornerbacks because they lost Bradbury to the Giants. Bucks, Saints. Bucks, Bucks, Saints. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just give it... I have the Saints higher just because they've been together longer. For Tampa, it's more kind of a new group coming in and setting, like, a different culture and stuff. And the Saints did add... Emmanuel Sanders so don't forget about that so now they have him and Thomas at least they have finally like a pretty good second receiver and then we'll see well Kamara Kamara's staying I think I just think that was just they're open to trading him but the media made it seem like they were trading him I think it's just blown out proportion so what I question about the Buccaneers really is just their defense really pretty much their secondary their secondary did lead the league in a I think it was past deflections last year. They have some young guys in a Sean Murphy bunting. And then they also do have Carlton Davis and Jamal Dean. Those guys are young and stuff, but I don't know if they can really hold up because they're going to have to go against Michael Thomas twice a year.
2: Yeah. I got the bucks in a slight advantage, mainly just because of Brady. I think they're going to have to win shootouts and I think they can do that. But I do think the saints are a little bit more of a better, well-rounded team, but I just like Brady in the Bucks.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of weapons for Brady to throw to. Like he has Godwin, Evans, Gronk, and OJ Howard, and even Cam Brady. That guy was a monster in the red zone a couple years ago.
0: And they just signed uh, Larry Fournette out of the backfield now.
1: And Sean McCoy. And Sean McCoy. He should just retire already. Um. So yeah. What we'll do s- you
2: guys think, Rob Gronkowski? You think he's, his production is going to be less than what people yeah, think?
1: It is, because they have O.J. Howard still. And O.J. Howard can still pretty much do what Gronk does.
2: Yeah, I think people are thinking Gronk's going to come back and put up of, Yeah, 12 to 15 touchdowns. and
1: Definitely doesn't deserve his 95 Madden rating, that's for sure. He's the <laughs> highest on the team. It's, it's just stupid. Terrible. Coming out of retirement, it's going to be like, I don't know what they're doing. Let's talk about the Falcons a little bit, kind of. We'll see how Matt Ryan does. He's kind of struggled the past two years.
0: Ever since the Super Bowl. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll see how he bounces back. They do have Todd Gurley now as a running back. So will see how they can use him and how he, they can set up Julio and Calvin Ridley. So I think we're going to move to the NFC West then. For first, I have the 49ers going 12-4. and four. I'm at 13-3. and three. I actually have the, the Seahawks
0: winning this one at 12 and 4. Yeah, and then I have Seahawks in second going 11 and 5. I have the 49ers going 10 and 6. I got Seahawks at
2: 11 and 5 and then the Cardinals 9 and 7. So much improved there. Playoff team and then the Rams at 7 and 9.
0: I have the Rams and Cards at 500. I don't really know what to expect from either one of these teams. I see the Cardinals as they got a bunch of this upside, DeAndre Hawkins. I think Kyle Murray is going to take a huge lead forward. But Yeah, then I have the Rams going
1: 9-7. Then the Cardinals going 7-9. So let's just talk about the top two teams in this division because they're they're really good, and the 49ers and Seahawks. So the 49ers did lose a little bit of talent on their team. They lost Emmanuel Sanders on offense. Breida. Yeah, they also lost Breida. Buckner. Yeah, and they also lost Buckner on defense.
0: did they trade wide receiver?
2: I do not
1: believe so. No. I
0: believe they
2: signed Tavon Austin, oh. which <laughs> that'll be a huge impact. Yeah.
0: He's
2: going to get 1,000 yards. Oh. No, I think the 49ers just kind of – they lost some, but they also reloaded. They got Trent Williams, and I just think – I just like Kyle Shanahan a lot. I think his offenses are efficient, and his the defense is
1: still easy. really good.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, and then with Seattle – So one thing I, the reason why I don't have them doing as good as the 49ers, the one thing I question is their pass rush. So they barely got to the quarterback last year, and they are not with JV on cloud anymore, and he was the only one who could get to the quarterback on that team. So teams are going to have all day to throw on them, I think. So that's why I have them going 11-4, I mean 11-5.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Their pass rush is not the greatest, but I just got this thing that Russell Wilson wants to go out and win the championship this year. So I think it's going to be very, very good play from him and his offense with D.K. Metcalf. And I think Chris Carson might be uh, kind of one of those breakout players this year that could be one of those guys where you're like, oh, I forgot about him.
1: He might lose some carries to Rashard Penny too. They still have him, that first-round pick a couple years
2: ago. Yeah, but if they got Russell Wilson, they're going to win games. He's yeah. a baller, And they you know, get a MVP candidate. Yep. And they gave up a lot for
1: Jamal Adams this offseason. Yes, they did. But he should help. Yeah. His best safety in the NFL. He's still very young. He's going to do a lot for that secondary. All right. Let's just talk about, like, the Rams a little bit. Like, I don't really see them doing, like, really good anymore, really. Like, I don't think Jared Goff is that good anymore. And I question how they're going to – who's running the ball for them. It's either going to be Cam Akers or Darnell Henderson. Then also their offensive line kind of scares me a little bit. Whitworth is like 37 <laughs> or 38 now, and I don't know how he's still playing, but he is. And then their defense, they do have Donald. They still do have Ramsey. But who's their who's their other pass rusher now next to Donald? Didn't they um, sign? Yeah, they do still have some good wide receivers in Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm but they did trade Brand Cooks this offseason. But they still do have Josh Reynolds too as well. And I don't there.
2: know. I just not a big fan of the Rams. I think they're just a average below average type team. They don't have anything that's spectacular. They have two defensive players that kind of stick out, but Goff he's just inconsistent. Terrible uniforms as well.
1: <laughs> Terrible. I
2: that rebrand was just awful.
1: Those gray ones, gray, like the gray ones, all gray, those are ugly. The logo is terrible. Just... <laughs> yes.
2: Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd. Oh, that's. They did stupid. sign Leonard Floyd. Not nah, not. Not Fowler. No, 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 lost Fowler. All right, let's just talk
1: about the Cardinals a little bit. It's going to be Kyler Murray's second year. Cliff Kingsbury's second year, too. We'll see how they do. A lot of people think Kyler Murray might win the MVP and even lead them to the playoffs. I don't really see that happening. I still have questions about their line. And also to see how Kenyon Drake does. Like, he did have a really good year at the end of the year, but I I want to see him replicate that because now people know about him. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're quite there yet. They're close. They have Murray. Um, Simmons was a great draft pick. They got him at eight. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, the line isn't quite there yet. So, but I do, I do see them going nine and seven, yeah, they, and competing for a playoff spot.
1: They fleeced the Texans in that trade. Terrible trade. Hopkins. Terrible trade. I don't know, Bill O'Brien. I think going for executive of the year. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't know. We'll see how Hopkins does in that yeah. offense. I think he's going to regress a little bit with Murray. Um, their secondary is pretty good with Patrick Peterson, and then they have Brian Murphy, and then they also did just. Give an extension to Buddha Baker, man, the second highest paid safety in the league.
2: I do like Kenyon Drake a lot as well. I think he can help a lot in that offense.
1: Yeah, he can help out the backfield too and all that. So, on to awards. I'm going to go to awards now. So, for my MVP, I have Russell Wilson finally winning his first MVP. Hasn't won one yet. Yeah, hasn't won one yet. He deserves it. I think he's going to have a big year. I don't think they're going to win the division, but I think he's going to have a big year to give them the MVP.
2: Yeah, that's a safe pick. Um, Wilson puts up good numbers every year. I'm totally shocked that he's never won MVP. So I think it's fair to say he has a shot this year.
0: I would agree 100%. Russell Wilson is probably one of the top three players up for this award. He was last year, and if he can do that again, it. I don't see why you wouldn't get it.
2: All right. For my MVP, I'm going to go bold. and I'm going with a guy I just talked about, Kyler Murray, quarterback, Arizona Cardinals. I think he takes a Lamar Jackson-type leap this year. You know, he has a year under his belt, knows the NFL, in a good offense with good weapons. And I think he can can run, he can pass, and I think he's just going to have a
0: Lamar Jackson-type year. For my MVP, I'm picking someone that just won the Super Bowl MVP. Patrick Mahomes. Come on, guys. Like honestly, sure it's probably like the number one pick out there, blah 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 blah. It's but a safe pick. It is a very safe pick, but he just got paid that huge ass contract. Five hundred million dollars. What I would do with five hundred million dollars. <laughs> I don't even know what I would do with five hundred million dollars. But anyways, he's got all the talent. He's this, what was his fourth, third year? Third year? Fourth, fourth year, year? Fourth year. For, fourth year. So he knows the league. He per, almost in and out. Knows the offense about perfect. This dude can ball. There's no reason why I don't see him not being out there and not being the MVP of the league again. That's
2: very possible. I mean, I think it's kind of Patrick Mahomes' league at this point. you not Tom Brady's anymore. Patrick Mahomes. Also, I do like Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I think he helps a lot receiving and taking some pressure in the run game.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about him a little bit later. All right, so now for my Offensive Player of the Year, I actually have Austin Eckler. He's somebody who I think could uh, actually help the Chargers out a lot. He's going to be the main back in that offense with Melvin Gordon gone. And I think he'd have 2,000 total yards by the end of the year.
2: Mm-hmm, I would agree with that. I mean, he's going to get catches. I don't know if he's going to get much goal line work. I'm not sure who else they have really uh, there. I think it's going to be Justin Jackson getting some goal line work. But yardage-wise, he's going to be up there probably close to 2,000 all-purpose, like you said.
0: Yeah, I can totally see why you said that, Aiden. It's just when you first told me that before we started, I was just like, oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I like going bold sometimes. I don't <laughs> want it to be the same. Like Just say like Derrick Henry or McCaffrey, that's just – yeah, i like, all, don't
0: you have McCaffrey winning? Yeah, I do have yep. McCaffrey winning <laughs> yep. Offensive Player of the Year because yep. it's Christian McCaffrey. Come on,
1: guys. <laughs> they're going to have to throw the ball a lot at the end of the game. So I don't know if he'll. But he can get, do everything. But still, he's not going to get as much rushing yards because they're going to be throwing the ball a lot because they're going to be down a lot. That very he will get some time. of the receptions, but he
0: won't get all of them. But he is receding back.
2: All right, my offensive offensive player of the year is Saquon Barkley on the Giants. Um, He was injured for a good portion of last year, so didn't really get the amount of games, yardage, that you would expect. But this year I think he's going to be a 2,000-yard guy, 1,000 rushing 1,000 receiving, going to get a ton of touches similar to Christian McCaffrey. And I think he's going to help the Giants improve a lot. He's a huge weapon.
1: All right, so now for uh, defensive player of the year. So for mine, I actually got Joey Bosa. Just got that big contract. I think he's going to perform very well. Get probably 15-plus sacks, a lot of tackles for loss. I think he can just get to the quarterback pretty well in that division. And Melvin Ingram can help take the pressure off of him, too.
2: I actually like his younger brother, Nick, better for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, 49ers, they're going to rush the passer a lot. Bosa is going to be at the center of that. I'd see him probably in, like, the 15 to 18, maybe even 20 sack range. He's a beast. He's quick. He's strong. He's fast. And I think he's just going to have a great year.
1: I don't know. I think teams could really focus on him a lot because I have a feeling D Ford's going to decline again. He didn't have that good of a year, right, last year? No, yeah. he was
2: injured a lot, and then
1: yeah, I think, numbers were down. Yeah, I don't think he's really worth that contract that they just recently paid him. So he might get more double-team. Yeah, that's true with the loss of Buckner. Mm-hmm. Because they have Kenlaw now on the defensive line now. Then Armstead
0: still. But that's still a pretty good line. Yeah, it it still is the best line, but I just think. You guys, get ready for this. This is not a safe pick anymore, all right? I'm going with TJ Watt. Not JJ, but TJ.
1: It's kind of a safe pick. If you look at the odds, yeah, he's like top five in odds for defensive players. At least he's
0: not number one. He's a beast. Yeah, He is amazing. The reason I think this is because he's got to play the Browns and Bengals twice a year. And their offensive line is not good at all. So I just think he's just going to have a monster year in the pass rush. And I believe he's actually going to have a pretty good year in the um, passing uh, coverage too. Yeah, he can do it all. He can drop back in coverage and drop and
1: cover pretty well. But, yeah, the Bengals' right tackle is – is it still Bobby Hart? I don't know. I have no idea. That line um, is Bobby, terrible. They paid, like, Bobby Hart $7 million. I don't know if he's still there or not. And then for the Browns, they paid some right tackle some chunk of money, and he sucked last year. So, yeah,
2: he's gonna... – Conklin. They got Conklin. Oh, wait. Yeah, they got Conklin this year. He'll be better. yeah. But still. Yeah, TJ Watt could easily have eight sacks in two games against the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that just, like, excels in in that regard. So
1: So next, I think we're going to move on to – so now we're moving on to Offensive Rookie of the Year. And then my winner of that is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's going to get a lot of opportunities with Damian Williams opting out. He's going to catch out of the backfield. They're going to run with him. I think he's going to get a lot of touches and he's helped going to make that offense even more dynamic than it already is.
2: A lot of fantasy points there. Yeah. I love Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Who do you guys have as your offensive So I have Joe Burrow, uh, the safe pick. I mean, I think he's just going to get like the most opportunity right off the bat. They're going to feel comfortable whipping the ball all around with Green, Boyd, um, Ross even. So I don't know. I just think his... He has the potential for big stats, even though they're not going to be good, but just kind of a safe pick there.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, in agreement with Thomas here. I also have Joe Burrow winning this award. Uh, I think, as he said, they have uh, weapons there. And if he has time in the pocket, which will be hard in this division, that he will probably be the front runner from the very beginning for this award. Mm-hmm it's going to be him and Clyde edwards Solaire pretty much for the whole year. Yeah, yeah, I would agree.
2: Two biggest opportunity guys. Mm-hmm. John Taylor, kind of an underrated guy there as well.
1: We'll see. Marlon Mack might take some yeah. picks, and they still have Hines, too. Then I think, are we all in agreement for defensive rookie of the year? Chase Young. Yeah, Chase, Chase, Young. Chase Young. There's no really, nothing really to talk about. There's really nobody else. He's going to play right away. He's going to do good. One of the best prospects that's come out mm-hmm. in a while, I'd say.
2: Yeah, I'd put him... Probably 10, 10, 10 to fifteen sack range as a rookie. That's insane. So I don't think it's really going to be close there. Maybe Okuda a little bit.
0: Simmons, mean.
2: but Simmons, other Kenneth than that, Murray, maybe. Yeah. Other than that.
1: Yeah, Chase Young, I think, clearly, is him
0: for that. He's just an animal. If yeah. you just watch his practice tapes from with with the football team, it's just like, holy cow, he's a rookie and he's doing all this stuff. I don't see why he's not going to be defensive rookie of the year. Like,
1: he was top three or top five in Heisman voting, and he missed three games still. I know. That's insane. insane. He still got to the quarterback after missing three games from that suspension. And it's not like he's going to be focused on a lot either on the defensive line because they have some pretty good pieces on that defensive line. Just
2: get after the quarterback.
1: Yep. They're just going to get after the quarterback.
2: All right. Thank you all for listening. That's all we have for today's episode. We will be coming out with a um, few more episodes before our launch date, which we plan on Tuesday being our launch date. Yeah, we'll
1: see, though. It might yeah. get pushed back a little bit depending on. Rough the,
2: estimate there. Yeah, it's an estimate.
1: But, yeah, thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoy. Hope you tune in next time. We'll see. And you. remember, your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs>